Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. So good to be here with you today. We're going to talk about this amazing strength called empathy, and we're going to see why it's such an awesome strength and why it's so helpful. But for most importantly, for those of you who do not have the strength high, I want you to see how you can do what they do without doing it the way they do. <laughs> That's extremely important. So welcome, everybody. What we're doing is we're breaking down each of the the Clifton strengths here one by one. And what we're trying to do is ultimately understand the value of it for those who have it high and those who don't. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, for me, I want every single episode I do on these strengths to be valuable for everybody, whether you have the strength high or not. See, here's the deal. People that have these strengths, there are things they can do instinctively. They can do them without even thinking. And there is massive value for doing them that way. For those of us who do not have them, we can't. We can't do them instinctively. We can't do them intuitively. But it doesn't take away from the fact that there is value in why they do them. And so if you don't have it high, I want to show you the value and how you can do it your way and still be able to get that value from it. Does that make sense? I hope that does. So what I, essentially what we're trying to do is help everybody learn how to do things the, the way everybody does them, but do them in your own way. All right. Ultimately, for me and every single episode I do here, it's about unleashing your own unique strengths and talents. But just because you don't have this strength high doesn't mean you don't have the ability to do these things. You do. You absolutely do. You are amazing just the way you are. And it's when you think you're not is when you become inauthentic. And so we're going to break down this strength of empathy. We're going to go through what's awesome about it. For those of you that have it high, we're going to talk about how to go all in with it, take it up to the next level. And for those of you who don't have it, we're going to talk about how you can do what they do consciously, right? We're going to break that down. And then we're also going to talk about what happens when you have this strength high. See, because I, I work with a lot of people and one of the things that drives me absolutely crazy is whenever a person likes to put themselves down. Like, for example, if they have empathy really high, there's a certain way that they view themselves that does not help. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. I'm going to talk about what happens when you have the strength high. And if you put yourself down, how you, what happens when how you view yourself, right? We're going to use some descriptive words. And what happens to you when you do that and how to shift it? And for those of you who have friends or business partners who have the strength high and you choose to look at them in a way that is inauthentic, then you don't show up in a way that's valuable for yourself either. So we're going to talk about what happens there. All right, so let's get into this strength of empathy. And ultimately what we want to do is help everybody see others like those of the, those of the people with 
uh, empathy have the ability to do? I mean, this is what's awesome about empathy is that those that have empathy high, there's a certain thing you can see in other people, even feel. In fact, it's through feelings that you see these things. And for those of you that have this strength high, you can understand another person instinctively. And I don't care what your what you you do or what your business is. I can guarantee you though that everything you do in your life will be improved with an ability to understand other people. Not to agree with them. You see there's a, there's a difference. You can you can understand a person without agreeing with them. In fact, part of that is in the description of the strength. And we'll get into that. All right? So here we go. So empathy. So people talented in the empathy theme can sense other people's feelings by imagining themselves in others' lives or situations. All right. So it's it's really uh, it's a really strong feeling type strength. Okay. You can uh, for those of you that have empathy high, you can sense the emotions of those around you. It's an energy. Okay. For example, if I were to walk you into a room full of a hundred people blindfolded, you'd be able to tell me what the vibe of that room is. Pretty cool. It's like a it's like a mutant superpower, right? <laughs> I'm a comic book fan, right? I love X-Men and so on. So there you go. Uh, here's more. You can feel what they are feeling as though they're in, as though their feelings are your own. Intuitively, you are able to see the world through their eyes and share their perspective. I mean, come on. You have to understand that there's value to that. Because if you're a, if you're in sales or you're in management, or you're in any kind of place where you what you do is you work with people, understanding their perspectives helps you to be a better, a better communicator, a better leader, a better healer, right? In fact, ultimately, your ability to help other people can improve your health, your, your belief in yourself, your happiness, right? And yes, it'll put more money in your bank account. All right, so you definitely want to listen to this. Um, and this is important right here, this part where you do not necessarily, uh, here's some more descriptions. Here we go. You do not necessarily agree with each person's perspective. You do not necessarily feel pity for each person's predicament. This would be, this would be sympathy, not empathy. You do not necessarily condone the choices of each person makes, but you do understand this instinctive ability to understand is powerful. You hear the unvoiced questions. You anticipate the need. Where others grapple for words, you seem to find the right words and the right tone, especially if you have communication high as well as empathy. You help people find the right phrases to express their feelings to themselves as well as to others. You help them give voice to their emotional life. For all these reasons, other people are drawn to you. One of the things that I've noticed about myself that um, I've always been a person that has been easy to talk to. And I believe one of the reasons why is because I don't judge people in front of them. I don't, I don't sit there in front of them and go, oh, that's terrible. Or, oh, why are you doing that? Or question them. I don't. When I work with people and I make, I make a, I make a pretty good living. Okay. I can make a significant living coaching people, okay? And I it's it's extremely valuable to have this ability and this talent to be able to understand a person. See, if you talk to a person long enough, you'll find that 
you are no different than them. If you had the experiences that they had, you would make the exact same decisions. You would be just like them. In fact, the majority of what makes us who we are is our experiences. Okay, and, and it's fascinating to me. I think about when I think about my own life, and I think about the pain that I've gone through, and, and the experiences. Like for example, um, when I was um, young, I remember watching my brother and my father literally physically fighting. My 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 brother had come home and saw that my father had hit my mom, and my mom was bleeding. My brother was rage, anger. He attacked my dad and started. they started fighting and they started beating each other up. And, and, I, and I remember this vividly. I could paint it for you. And I remember talking to my brother about this. And I think I've shared this story before, so I won't go into too much depth. But, but I remember them fighting and I remember them falling and, and, and throwing each other around. They broke my piano. I was, I was two years old. It was this little piano that I had and they, they just destroyed it. And I remember that. And that experience, even as a two-year-old, shaped part of who I am. You know, it, I, I don't, I have an issue with violence. I don't, um, I get very uncomfortable around it. I feel like whenever people are, are, are raging and losing control of each other, other people around them always get hurt. I, I just, that, that part of me is built into my, embedded into my DNA, into my subconscious. It's there. And so whenever I see people aggressively going at each other, I I get so freaked out by it, I want to stop it immediately like I lose control. But see, my goal in my life is not to be there whenever there's rage and anger and fight. What I'm trying to do is prevent anybody. Too, because what happened was with my brother and my father, I can tell there was a lot of misunderstanding happening. My father misunderstanding something that led him to do what he did with my mom. My mom, whatever. I mean, whatever it is that happened, this all came from misunderstanding. Everything. Whatever it was that happened, whatever conflict that took place between my mother, my mother and my father, that was all misunderstanding. A total, complete misunderstanding of things. We're, we're at our worst when we look at what other people do and have a judgment of why they did it. Because see, we're only we're wrong every single time. And see, that misunderstanding led to another misunderstanding when my brother came home and watched what happened. See, because he doesn't know what happened. Anything could have happened. In fact, I don't even know the story. Anything could have happened. And that's true. Anything could have taken place during that process, and I don't even know. But when we hear, and I know you heard this, when you heard about my father hitting my mother, you immediately judged to the, you immediately jumped to the judgment that he is a, he's a terrible person and he hurts women. I don't know what happened. And I'm not condoning what my father did, but my point is that without knowing what happened, right, without understanding what happened, control was completely lost. And ultimately led to the destruction of a little piano that a little two-year-old boy had. <laughs> right? Um, it's important to understand these things. So if you have empathy high, let's get back to that. If you have empathy high, then you have the ability to not, to not jump to that judgment. To actually feel where a person is going. Why they're doing the things they're doing. Why they're saying what they're saying. 
Now, for those of you who don't have the patience to feel or care why someone is doing something, I promise you, you're going to find value here in just a second. You see, everything that we do, everything that we do starts with a thought. I'll give you an example. All right, I want you to think about the last time you got upset with somebody. Okay. Think about it. The last time you lost it with somebody, you just, you just got upset. Right? And I want you to think about what happened. And it's all based on something they did. Right? They did something. Something happened. So they, 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 they said something or they, or they just did something. Okay? Think about that for a minute. And then the minute they did it or the moment, maybe even the second they did it and you watched it happen, you suddenly, like instantly, within, without even hesitating, you had a thought about what that meant. You told a story in the blink of an eye in your head about why they did that. I'll give you a great example. Uh, I'm sitting in the kitchen recently with my, my, my wife and I were in the kitchen and um, my wife has a sensitivity towards me being on my phone. She really doesn't like it. And um, we're, we're talking, we're just sitting, we're in the kitchen talking and I stopped talking with her for a few minutes. I pulled out my phone and I started to scroll on Facebook and she jumped. She immediately said, Oh, you're like in her, I know it would happen in her head. She looked at me on my phone and took it like I was trying to avoid a conversation with her. So it's like, you're always on your phone. You're, um, you know, you're, I think I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was like, oh, there you go on your phone again when we could just be having a conversation or something like that. It was something like that. It was an accusing tone. And I stopped and I said, wait a minute, you have no idea why I just turned on this phone. You have no idea why I'm looking at this phone right now. You have decided to jump to the conclusion that I'm on my phone in a, in, a, in a thing in a way that has anything to do with anything to do with you and has anything to do with any kind of negative activity. I said, actually, the reason why I'm on my Facebook right now is I want to scroll and find a video that I've been wanting to show you to help you with what you're doing with your business. I actually wanted to open up my phone to go and pull up a video that I wanted to have a conversation with you about. And see, what happened was, and I helped her understand this because I help, I try to help everyone understand this because I try to help myself understand this, is that when we pay attention to what other people are doing and we have a judgment about that, it creates a thought. And that thought leads to a feeling. That feeling then leads to an action. And here's the deal. If that thought is uplifting, then the action will be uplifting. If that thought is not uplifting, it's going to lead to an action that is not, that is, that is not uplifting. Does that make sense? So for example, I want you to go back to that situation where you saw somebody doing something. Okay. Whether you have empathy high or not, it doesn't matter. You can do this. Go back to when you saw someone doing something and it upset you. What was the thought you had, right? Oh, I thought that they were, so when they, they said, uh, they said something nasty to someone else, they said something mean, whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What did they do? And that thought that you had, what I want you to do is think about what did it mean to you? What was the story you told yourself in your head of why they were doing it? 
What was the story you told? And then what was the feeling you had after you told that story in your head? You know, it wasn't good. It was a negative feeling. It was anger, rage, frustration, loneliness, depression, whatever. And then what was the action that you took right afterwards? What was the activity? Let's say if I was a fly on the wall and I watched you think and feel this thought and feeling. What did you do afterwards? Did you, did you turn on your phone and start hiding in your phone? Did you run away, right? Did you get angry and lash out? Whatever it is you did, if you had a thought that was not true, that led to a feeling based on that, that false truth, then I guarantee the activity that you, that you, that you put out was inauthentic. I guarantee it. And if that activity you put out was inauthentic, then the results you got were not what you needed or wanted. You see, whenever we're in on our, when whenever we are inauthentic, we feel this drain of energy on our body, and we put other people around us in a state that we don't want them to be in. And I don't want to say we make people uncomfortable. Sure, we make people uncomfortable, but sometimes we just make things worse. Whatever it is. And so people with high empathy, see, you can do this. You can take that, you can stop and you can feel what another pe- person is feeling and understand that whatever it is they're doing, it's coming from an emotion. And that emotion began with a thought. And if you have empathy high, you can tap into that emotion quickly. If you don't have empathy high and let's say empathy is at a very low place for you, then understand that this concept is real for everybody. That we have, we do things based on feelings that were based on thoughts. And to go around and try to change people's actions is like putting a Band-Aid, right, on a, on a cancer cell. If a person says, oh, I have, I have pancreatic cancer. Oh, here, let me give you a Band-Aid. Like that's exactly what it's like when you try to when you try to change other people by focusing on the activities they're doing instead pay attention to the fact that they're doing those things because of feelings and they're doing the, and they're having those feelings because of thoughts. Instead go to the source, my friends. Those of you with high empathy, you can do this quickly. Those of you who don't have it, you can have that thought and you can understand that. Because here's the deal. It's a very powerful superpower to be able to do this as an a person of high empathy. But if you choose to put down your, your ability to feel other people's feelings because you don't like it, or, or if you have somebody who, or if you don't have empathy high, and you, um, uh, if you don't have empathy high, but you're like, you work with somebody who does, then what happens is you end up seeing that person as soft, moody, or over-involved, <laughs> Right? If you have empathy high and you don't like it, then this is how you see yourself too. And what happens is when we look and we have that thought that a person is soft or moody or over-involved, we have a thought that leads to a feeling that isn't good. And that feeling will lead to an activity that will lead you to become inauthentic in the presence of that person. Especially if you are the one that has the empathy and you're putting yourself down. So stop that crap. Instead, if you have empathy high or if you work with somebody with empathy high, choose to see yourself or see them as somebody who creates trust, who brings healing, who knows just what to say and do in the moment, in the moment, not beforehand, 
And they're really good at customizing their approach to other people in the moment. By the way, for those of you who have high empathy, it's really impossible, I would say, very difficult, or at the very least, for you to be able to influence others before you're in the presence of them. Um, you're much better when you are already when you're in the presence. I just popped my pee. When you're much better when you're in the presence of another person making those decisions, rather than trying to have an agenda before connecting. Bottom line is, it's a relationship building strength that needs to be used consistently around other people. If you have empathy high, then life is going to always be difficult for you if you're choosing to do things alone. Stop. All right. All right. All right. I think we're good. <laughs> we got a lot going on in this episode and I hope you got a lot from it. I would love it if you would do me a favor and share it with somebody that you feel could really use that information as value. Those of you, those of you with empathy high, you are amazing. Use it at another level by communicating and connecting with people in a way that you've never done before. It just means talk to more people. That's it. Stop hiding. Stop keeping your value and what you can do from other people. It's not helping you and it's not helping others. Remember that when if you have empathy high and you're not around people very often, then you're literally shutting off your ability to do something that you were born to do. And when we're when you have empathy high and you're around people, you are at your best. You are at your happiest. You're at your most productive. You make more money. Your health is improved. Your relationships are improved. Your belief in yourself in the moment is always going to improve that way. And so I hope everybody understands that when you do, when you do things, when you do everything in a way that is authentic to you, that means in you, all your strengths, whatever your strengths are, you're happier, you're healthier, you're you're making more money. Okay, is that enough? <laughs> you're building better relationships with the right people, whether it's a lot of people or small amounts. And I think it's time for you to get back to that. All right, so have a wonderful day. Thanks very much for all the five-star ratings and reviews. I appreciate them. Keep them coming. And we'll see you on the next show. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.